0: This is a Rollmaster Classic actual play set in Terry K. Amthor's excellent Shadow World using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items, and characters on World Anvil, where our campaign is called "The Praise of Old Men." You'll find links to that and our other forms of media for our sessions, as well as an index of this episode in the description. This episode has jump cuts to keep the runtime down. Previously, under the ruined arena of Tarek Nev is a Hydra guarding an island of crystals surrounded by swirling water. Any of which could be the final artefact the questers need. The puzzle of how to drop the protective rainbow shield about the island has been solved and now the beast must be overcome.
1: And we'll have initiative rolls, please. But I will take uh, 20 off the Hydra's initiative because it is poor thing confused. As surprised as the creature is, I'm afraid it is still going to go first. Uh one, two, there's three of you around the outside. So there's an equal chance we'll go from the top and around. So that means unfortunately it comes at you.
2: At least you float, Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Good luck. And actually, in fact, it'll probably come to there and actually it will just breathe a cone of fire. And that, of course, means ah. it will catch you, Victoria, you, Ugnan, and you, Acor. Oh, you smart ah. beast. Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo.
2: Animal cunning. And that's just the GM.
1: So we'll do the attack on um, Acor first. Acor, you take 10 points of damage and you take a B critical. You catch that full force of that flame right in your face, I'm afraid. Uh, oh so I'm going to drag that across to you, Aegnor.
3: <laughs> um, How sexy is that for effects?
2: Oh,
1: look! the icons. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, so the attack on Ugnan. Ugnan, what's your armor type? Is it armor type one? Yeah. Okay. You take. It fire. Uh, you take one point of damage only. No critical. Yes. Uh. Then Victoria, you are missed. What? What? went oh. over your head.
4: Yeah, what? you're missed.
0: Oh. hates Archers. She, that,
1: Sorry, Victoria, Victoria. you weren't even you weren't even there. Sorry. It should have been yes, it missed you. Okay, that's it. My turn. Just over. to be clear, this 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 Hydra went for Victoria and both her and Ugnan went, that was close. Meanwhile, I'm on fire. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, I appreciate Acor taking one in the face of the team just to see what the, what the like little icons look like. That's appreciated. You've,
1: you've got it fixed in the RMU when that eventually comes out, though, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> eventually.
2: Yeah, I think I think you're getting targeted now by the GM. This is uh, like na, you na, should... na, na. Okay. that's the last <laughs> we saw
0: of <him>, Colin.
1: <laughs> okay. It's your turn. Fortunately, you ten, had to spell.
2: Ten to Did Cran get to act? I know I moved myself up in the initiative.
1: Um, Um, Actually, sorry. Yes, Cran, can you go now, please? Because you would have gone. uh, Yeah, you would have gone. Cran, off you go. You can make your attack, please.
2: So he steps in and gives him a right old thumping with Shieldbreaker. And if only that was a 92, not a 29.
1: Okay. You managed to do 15 points to the creature. Your blade is magical. Mm-hmm. If you can give me a high open-ended roll, please, John. Okay, Not um, bad. So it took 13 points. And then stunned.
0: So that means he didn't get to flame breath off.
1: Um, no, it wouldn't have done, actually. So I'm going to set you at zero because John would have gone first. Um, so, Victoria, you weren't damaged at all. And Acor, I'm removing all of yours. So if I go to that Ooh. and remove oh, that. Oh, lucky. Remove that. So there you go. <laughs> so you're all fine. So uh, the creature was then stunned, tried to, was probably going to do something nasty and didn't. Ognan, it is now your turn.
0: Okay, shouts out. Brasitor! And then Blinding Flash goes Close your eye! What him. does that mean again? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Nice casting. Extra preps, yeah.
2: Look, at didn't go with the
0: flamboyant incantations. Unfortunately, it'll slowly cap out underneath the ums, so <laughs> okay, that's it, wasted. Uh,
1: it will make the creature is clearly dazzled and thrashes and writhes. And, and...
0: so, for every oh, 10 of yeah. failure, Stuart, it's a round of stun.
1: Okay, um, okay, thank you. That's him, Victoria. Your turn, but I'll take five feet, sorry. Yep.
5: Yeah, well, I'm going to attack him. First attack. Yeah.
1: So that's seven points of damage, uh, first of mm. all. Then you'll do large uh, creature critical first, please.
3: Oh! Oh, oh you oh,
1: didn't
3: it. roll it. So uh, 97. I shot oh, at 91. The
4: oh!
1: <laughs> oh, man another 22 hits and it's stunned for another two rounds okay so second attack
4: ah ah
1: and that still manages to sneak through for six points of damage and you'll do an open-ended roll please critical
3: open-ended okay
4: yeah
3: nice high open-ended yeah. Yep. Oh, that was just an open end. Well Yeah, it'll work the same. Yeah,
1: it yeah Okay. Yeah. Uh so another twenty-two hits and another two rounds of stuns.
4: Hmm.
1: The creature is reeling under the weight of your blows. Uh, Acor, it's your turn. You your life flashed before you as fire erupted up the corridor <laughs> and then you realized it was only a dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh i would like to take the opportunity to shoot it with my longbow and hope that it goes as well as it did before
3: bigger let's do and this you're easy for plus 20. Uh, off.
1: sorry i didn't do the plus 20. He flies and hits it for four points of damage but no critical i'm afraid
3: Snarkle. He's uh, looking back behind him and rushes forward, making sure he's as close, if not into the square of the Hydra. <laughs> and uh, chops it with his hand axe and the new shield that uh, Victoria gave. For Grandpa Pete, who died in the water! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he has fallen in the water!
3: Hey. Oh, no target!
1: Okay. 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 For his wave too. Well. That was better. Well, nice. that was So, that's uh 10 points of damage.
3: Oh, and sorry, plus 20 for stunned. I didn't add that.
1: Okay. Uh, that will take it up two. That makes a difference because it's an extra two. But you do manage this time to just manage to sneak home with a critical high. Oh, here we go. Oh. At ninety next, and you're using Cran's magic axe, okay. uh, so that's twenty points, and that takes us to initiative, please.
3: Oh, beastie, you bleed!
0: Uh, Uglan is going to prepare a spell. That's it. Okay, Cran. Uh,
2: um, so. Cran, looks. he sees the kind of heads all lolling around, by, like, yeah. kind of thrashing yeah. and bumping into each other, assuming this thing is dazed. He's just going to attack all, all in. Oh, oh man. I thought, I thought that was a double-O, and it was yeah. a 10. Damn this it. weird, isn't it? It's
0: 90 and 10, is 100.
1: Okay.
2: At um, least I didn't fumble and, like, slice my own foot off, which was, could have been worse. No. Uh,
1: so give me a, another high open-ended roll, please. Okay, that's another 18 hits. Perfect. Victoria. Okay, let's have another go. Okay, that's uh seven points. And can you give me open-ended magic critical please?
3: Okay, oh, nice grids.
1: Seven is another twenty-two hits. <laughs> and stun
3: for yeah. two more rounds.
1: Uh, stun for two more rounds, so it's hey. <laughs> Uh, Eleven rounds. Oof. And... <laughs> Eleven <laughs> rounds. Okay, another as if it's going to do them'
2: I'm preparing some I've stunned six, six rounds.
3: A <gasps> <And> second attack. <laughs> yep. Ooh. There you go. That'll hurt. Uh,
1: 260. Another seven points of damage. And another. Open-ended, high open-ended. Oops, roll please. Five this time, which is another twenty-five hits.
2: I think this is called making dog meat of it.
1: Yep. But of course, you could fumble and start shooting each other. Acor, you're (laughs) loading your bow. Uh,
5: Yep. Busy
1: loading. Next time, I'm really going to do some damage. Snarkle, it's your turn. Sorry. For the uncle, will it? trouble with dwarves is when they get excited oh. can't understand a bloody word they're saying.
3: <laughs> Sorry, plus 20 to <laughs> that as well. I forgot.
1: Oh, plus 20. I get excited. Nine. But that's it, I'm afraid. That's okay. Okay. Uh, so, we'll go for initiative rolls again even though the hydra isn't going to be doing much. Okay, Ugnan, it is you to go first.
0: Second round of prep.
2: That's it.
1: Okay. Cran
2: thumping it hard again with the sword he's going to go to chop one of the heads off, he's not messing around anymore
1: 20 points of damage high open ended please
2: Klan's going to throw his sword in the river in a minute
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's my action after that
1: ok, the 27 um, ok, it's another 10 hits Gia, brute. Victoria, it's your turn uh, can I shoot my arrow yeah uh, not this oh sorry Acor. yes I'm sorry I obviously skipped past you sorry Acor. yes it's your turn finish it let's do this
5: nice plus
4: nice.
1: 22. 69 11 points of damage and you can give me um a high open-ended roll on the critical table 36 is another 12 hits, which is not quite enough to drop the creature completely, but it is close to collapse. Victoria. Let's finish
3: it. Oh, there you go. Oh.
2: That's going to sting.
0: Jeez, 228. Only. Try harder. 7 points damage.
1: And you get to roll... um, your high open ended critical, please. That is enough to drop the creature.
0: Ooh, Vex dead.
1: There you go. Cool. Hydra collapses. Can you all, well, give, Cran- me percep- sh- can you all give me perception rolls, please?
3: That seems way too
2: easy, no? <laughs> yeah, Craig looks at everyone and goes. Well,
0: I was, that I was planning, that was planning. It wasn't just running in going, oh, I've got this, lads, I'll chop his heads off, or oh, I'll get these little kids. Let's just all think about what we're going to do.
1: All of you know, is that as the creature drops to the ground with wounds gaping and oozing blood from multiple slashes, cuts, and so on, even a few arrows sticking in it, um, the wounds are beginning to heal. The blood sizzles into the crystals, but that dripping and oozing of blood is beginning to slow. The creature is beginning to regenerate.
2: I'm gonna start lopping heads
1: off. Crenn doesn't know what else to do. He's gonna just take the nearest head
2: and like give a massive swing with the uh with the sword to try and sever it. Okay. Um, and throw it in the water. I'll follow suit.
1: Okay, uh so you begin to chop heads off and toss them into the water. Um that seems to stop the wounds regenerating, and soon all you're left with is a headless um corpse of a hydra blood is still dripping onto the crystals can you all give me another perception roll please mm. the blood that the cre that is still oozing out of the creature's body it drips onto so has dripped onto some of the crystals and you can see where the blood has come into contact with the crystals the crystals look as if they've be- been damaged pitted and cracked so the creature's blood is extremely caustic and oh the- i
2: I'm going to immediately start washing the sword in the water, if I see that. And I, I'm also going to then splash water on my armour. I can try and like oil it later, but just to try and wash any corrosive blood off me.
1: I think the speed with which you dispatched the creature probably did. Um, you probably got splashed minimally. But the blood is certainly very, very toxic. You are now, however, free to search amongst the crystals to try and find the last portal rod. Yes, 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 yes. <coughs> should you so wish. Ugnan, come Oof. over here. I'll have a gander. Yeah, let's all have a look. Okay, bring Akor across. He stranded red stuff too. Okay, give me. Um, these are just extremely hard perception rolls, please. Okay, so both Akor and Ugnan um, are very quickly able to recognize that one of the crystals stands slightly proud of the rest of the crystals which rest on the floor Um, to your disappointment the crystals that um, fill the floor don't appear to be particularly valuable none of them have been finished they're just crude and unfinished way to take any of them back with the right sort of craftsmanship you could probably turn these into crystals that are probably worth a couple of silver pieces each Um, But you'd have to find a craftsman to make them, and the effort to make these crystals into something that somebody might buy is probably not worth the expense. Um, However, you are able to find the last portal rod that you need. You now have the pair, Bugnan. The second one looks very similar to the one that you have. Crystal at the top is a slightly different color, but otherwise they appear to be identical: And there you have it. you have both crystal, both of the portal rods that you need. you also have the Ashling stone.:
0: Let's get the fuck off this island the yeah, way oh, you know so it went northern, but yeah. I, I, <laughs> why
1: I, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, w- yes, I mean, you can, you can try and now leave the island. obviously you've got to get out of the city. Uh, you've got to get to your airship and get off. You can leave without exploring the rest of the city. You can leave without dealing with Brammaver, who is trapped back in time somewhere. Um, there are all sorts of loose ends that you might want to discuss. So you've got Brammaver, who is, you know, who sent herself, used the portal rod, and sent herself back in time to avoid the destruction of the city, but is now trapped back there. Presumably, she can do no harm there, although she might. There's, remember, you've got the soul of that warrior. You're carrying these three strange yellow stones around that have trapped souls. And one of them belongs to a general, General Mortillus, who asked you to free him. Yeah. Uh, remember, his body is possessed somewhere in an underground arena. And he's asked yeah, so to that I... his body and release him. Cram would Um, like to do that if possible because there are other structures on the island that you could explore you've already found a host of potent artifacts remember you've also got some very very in fact one particularly lethal and unpleasant artifact that you've got to deal with an hourglass yeah that is capable of leveling and killing entire cities um you know there's a boatload of other explorers led by um, the infamous One Thumb who's coming to the place. You could maybe wait and give him an ambush or just leave him. And then of course there's the inhabitants of the Stockade who you promised to help.
2: So my view is we should definitely deal with Odvar and crew especially I is new leading iron bell representatives here i'm a bit that's right bit so,
1: yeah yeah so um if you remember oath in one thumb was something more than just an underling and has taken on more of a sort of um, a leading role if you like as w- one of your many enemies um the iron bell is all but finished but the iron bell was part or was basically a sort of a cat's paw for a, a larger group. Remember, there is the disgraced minister yeah. who was part of a failed coup. Um, and he is also on this boat as well, or has ordered certainly Othin to be on this boat. So you could try and deal with that and remove a significant threat to the emperor. Remember, you already foiled a plot which was going to bring Eidolon crashing down on the city. Yeah. Um, And you've not cashed in on on a potential reward for that remember you left for the city or rather you left for Tarek nev before journeying to eidolin where you had an open invite um to maybe cash in on that and of course then there's the issue behind queen mab the strange blue sprite sylph thing that seems to be following you around and the portal rods that you now have and the fact that she's insisting that all portals will remain closed until the heart of a goth is returned to her whatever that is
2: so uh, in in i guess chronological order we need to just wrap up anything we want to do on tarot Nev first um i think queen Mab could be an incredible ally if we well first off do we are we any closer to Que the heart of a goth i just don't know um because the other thing would be to rescue the other seventh member of the doppelganger group of who used to be us I can't remember her name um, but she was yeah.
1: trapped so Patience Clute is Patience, really coming to the island to rescue to get items so you could rescue Patience Clute um that's what's brought you here so if you just focus on that first yeah. patient Clute you know is trapped beneath um Selkai in the underground cisterns um you defeat so we needed the
2: ashling stone for that didn't we and the yeah
1: and the portal rods and
2: the portal rods. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think the most important, but the portal rods as well.
2: Oh, so we have all of that now then. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's only really vanity if we're staying around here. Um, although oh. is it, can we destroy the, sorry, Matt's complete to finish attendance. He's just came. That's off. rage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can't <laughs> leave. <laughs> so there are
0: you, you could have
1: buildings, 24 dungeons still to explore. Yeah, right. you
0: could you could argue that those evil guys, if they get here, the kind of things they could pick up, release, set onto the world, that kind of thing.
2: So what we could do is just kill them and then be done with it and just leave. That's still twitchy. That. If you want to do ambush them,
0: I've always thought about that. Just waiting in horror, just just. But then again, we don't know how long passes. I mean, for all we know, five minutes could have passed. Yeah. And we could be waiting here for ages. Right. Or maybe fifty years have passed and they were they were foundered on the way in right and yeah
1: passage of time because the longer you stay the less you need to eat the less you need to drink the less you need to sleep
0: i mean Um, personally demon infested island i'd be quite keen to just leave it
3: yeah and so that was the whole reason silk ran off was to save you guys from having to deal with the uh demon so she she would be fine with you leaving
0: it was at this point in the session that we had a good old discussion about what we're going to do next, so I'll not bore you with that. I've cut that all out, so we'll go on to the next session where we're missing Colin, but Yarn's back.
1: You stand then outside this uh, peculiar arena, ready to cross the bridge to go to the mainland.
5: Yeah, big, big soldier, how do we get back to the ship that you
2: came on? I know, to be honest, I think Silk was going <laughs> to
0: call them down. No, 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 I've got a signal in the mirror. We, 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 had, we had a little um, bit where we'd signal every, I think it was every day or every two days, we'd signal in the mirror when we're outside the gates.
2: That's right, so problem they're going I, to come down when we signal.
0: The problem is I don't know long we've
1: been in this What city. were they going to do when you hadn't signalled after two days?
0: Well, I know, they're to, well, they're supposed to stay here for, what, two weeks? So if time's passed, I don't know what they're going to do.
5: Why why, why are we staying in this accursed place? I, I don't understand. There's some elf you keep talking about, and I don't understand why we need to stay for some elf.
0: What's going on? Actually, a uh, uh, little uh, dwarfish-like lad. I don't think there's dwarfs in this thing. Midget-like guy. Uh, he's got a bit worried now, actually, uh, big lad. Because what is if time's passing and we're close to uh, the two-week mark, even though we think we've only been here about three days? It could bugger off and leave us. Maybe at least we do is get out the gate, signal the ship, and let them know we're still around, and maybe see how long it's passed. Fuck me, Hattie. Eh? Oh. Get out, gate. Oh, uh... Signal ship. Make sure the ship is still there. If the ship's gone, we've got to think of another way. Maybe the ship at the dock to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, good
2: point. So, yeah, cram puffs out his cheeks and uh, fuck go. Okay, let's do that then. Well, Can't we signal them from here?
0: No, because uh, if it gets any closer over the the walls, it's going to get uh, bolted by the uh, gargoyles.
1: Yeah, and remember that uh, yeah, the signalling mirror you've got, there's no sunlight to signal with, so you need to get out of the city so you've got some sunlight to be able to signal
0: with. Yeah. What do you reckon, Victoria? Yeah, let the ship know we're here. All right, tactical re- retreat yeah. then, is it big lad? Yeah,
2: we never retreat. We're just uh, reassessing the situation before returning.
1: So you're moving forwards in an unorthodox manner.
0: <laughs> yes. yes, exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel That's right about leaving. a good decision. Leaving. Let's do it. It doesn't sit right with leaving the um the flighty elf, even though she put the bloody thing upon herself, a silly cow. But you know, maybe we've got to trust in her ability. She can fly. She can be invisible. And if she's possessed by something evil, maybe she's pretty safe at the moment. Yeah,
2: I, she definitely don't want to be found and knowing her, she ain't going to be if she don't want to be. Um, one, one thing we could do is grab one of those boats around on the docks, row around there. It's probably safer than going, well, <laughs> arguably safer than going uh, across,
0: across the open ground again. All right, so what Unless... do you reckon? Get out of the city, see how long's passed and make a decision from there.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Okay. So you decide to get out of the city, contact your airship, get a bearing on how long you've been gone, and then, spending on time, head back into the city. Exactly, yeah. So, route. how are you getting out? Which direction?
2: If we walk down, walked along those docks, there may well be a boat we could row the rest of the way. Although I don't like the look of these enclosed areas that might be keeping massive serpents type things at bay, or, which case would we'll be pretty vulnerable in yeah, the small
1: boat. The wall around the city also walls in that archipelago of islands.
2: So yeah, let's walk... go around the coast then, shall we?
1: Okay. Um, so that means turning uh, almost left immediately that you cross the bridge and uh-huh. then going all the way around. Yep.
2: Yeah, if we can do. Off that little peninsula bit, that would be helpful, but I'm not sure if we would be able to do that.
1: Okay, well, you can certainly try um, with some sort of navigation role. You emerge feeling fairly after some prolonged discussion about where next, what next. It dawns on you that you really should check on your airship, which is your only means off the island, there being no ships. Remember, you've got that other those group of pirates, buccaneers, that you promised to aid as well. You immediately then turn to your left and within seconds, find the large or find the coastline. Uh, You can feel the breeze on your faces and you start walking. Please, that's this close to um, the open water. There is at least a breeze and your visibility is slightly greater. Still carried on the air, there's a faint essence of cloves and cinnamon and herbs, perhaps from the city's distant past. But there's also a strong stench of burning that hangs in the air. Across to your right, you can see some rather large and what were perhaps once well-tilled farmlands. Just ahead of you, you can see that the ground becomes increasingly rocky, some form of peninsula. And you vaguely remember that you couldn't recall any large structures on this as you flew over, but there were a cluster of small houses. Can you make, or can one of you, or all of you, make either a navigation roll or a sheer folly perception roll, please? Don't mind which. Navigation roll with no penalty. Sorry, an extremely hard perception roll. Okay, there's some discussion as to which direction and when to turn to your right. But after a while, and after some fairly heated discussion, you reach an accord. Snarkle and Cran, you're you're a little bit hesitant. Um, to agree with Acor and Ugnan, but acceding to the fact that they should know a little bit more, Ugnan being the learned person that he is, who's never let you down. And Acor's reputation as a tracker means that Snarkle will trust him. After what feels like some hours, but it's difficult to tell the passage of time, you turn to your right and head down towards what you hope to be another stretch of open not quite coastline, but maybe shoreline. And sure enough, after a while, you come in sight of what looked like um, some small cottages and houses, obviously all in ruins, and you can smell and feel a breeze coming across from the east, so you must be close to the water moving closer and almost scenting the air to help navigate yourselves within minutes you can see that the murk is beginning to clear disturbed as it is by what is obviously quite a strong breeze and you can see what looked like a number of uh, faded wooden jetties sticking out into the steaming waters like so many discarded and rather um jagged teeth The waters are still, but there's a steam and a mist coming off them, which betrays their their heat and the warmth in them. As you pause, relieved that you have found the right way, you now just have to follow the coastline. You think you can hear leathery wings across on the other side of the water. Can you all make perception rolls, please, in the tower? No penalties, just the best perception roll wins, I guess. Acor and Snarkle, you look at each other and then at the other two, uh, sorry, and then at the rest of the party. All of you have encountered Wivens before on the islands, and they have a distinct leathery snap to their wings. They tend not to soar like big dragons and large reptiles they fly almost like birds but because their wings are leathery rather than feathered there's a distinct snap as they as they move their wings some... there are wyverns and it sounds like a number of them at least at least a pair and that means they're probably a mated pair moving around above the islands on the other side of the water
0: some of us have eaten women
1: do you want to mmm this tastes like chicken do you want to do you want to do anything in particular or do you just want to move away as quickly as you can
0: they're tough because remember the last time we fought these and Silk had to jump on one was point blank shock bolting it in the head and it still took a couple of those with us all wailing on it as well yeah So this is a mated pair
1: is there any if you recall when you flew over the dragon sorry John uh, when you flew over the dragon, uh, sorry, flew over the islands, one of the islands had a large, what looked like, a great dragon's corpse on it. Now, it could have oh, been yeah. a wyvern, but it would have been the mother of all wyverns. Uh, let's see if I've got a better resolution map of that. Let me show you that just as a, as a tempter. There
0: you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. So tempted. Damn you, Stuart like the Mafia, no, every time I'm you think you're getting out.
1: Dragons, I'm not saying that dragons have <laughs> treasure, but shh, dragons have treasure. Now, since what, we we out, go,
0: we're going east. The dungeon's are always to the east. Let's go east. Right, right no, no, get out, signal the, bu- but no, signal the ship. But these
1: are very, very dangerous, and these are definitely women's, not dragons. I wouldn't throw a pack of dragons at you. Um, Matt would, but I wouldn't.
0: No, I <laughs> totally would. Signal the yeah. ship. Mm-hmm. If the ship's still around, we've still got some time to play with. Maybe we'll come back.
3: Well we've gotta do something while we're waiting. Oh sorry, uh Acor, uh, new accent. Um We must do something while we wait. Yes, I eh, agree.
1: I am a count upon the count. Why? cookie? Ah 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 my favorite character of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely my favorite. Sorry. Okay, so Do you think
5: there's treasure on those islands? It's Count von Count's brother!
1: <laughs> Um,
3: definitely
1: yeah so you know that women's i mean snarkle and acor, you know that women's are not as avaricious as dragons but the thing that the others are pausing about and they've remembered is that was a corpse of a either the mother of all women's on the island or very likely a dragon those winged creatures those could be women's taking i don't know Wivens taking the opportunity to take over a dragon's nest maybe there's something a little bit off if you like if you can hear two wivens, they're likely a mated pair which adds to the danger because wivens are often solitary so you've got that temptation of investigating or you can just hide until you can't hear the wings or you can run for it it's up to you creatures aren't flying towards you but they are flying around the islands and the water across to your left,
3: snarker, my friend. Let us go, take team, but after,
4: yeah,
2: yeah. You I any think, good with I that? bow think... there, No, the <laughs> 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 Russian front, <laughs>
3: yeah, yet. Okay.
5: Okay. I think I want to find some more treasure, but uh, also, you know, I don't want to stay on this island very long, much longer. So
0: I, so I don't know
5: what to do. Hey, hey, you old man what do you think?
0: And you, soldier. Ship, signal ship. Make sure ship's still there, and then see how long's passed. For all we know, the ship we could have been gone two minutes. Because you got to think, time passes very, very slowly here. Well, Move it fast, is very, very fast. But the reason why I don't think it goes too fast is maybe would have spotted the other lot come in yet. But either way, what, what, is, this
5: other, what is this other locked lot you are talking about? Do you have some enemies you have not told me about? What are they? What are they, uh, what uh, are they going to do? I think to we do? told
2: you about them. They're uh, the Iron Bell uh, and a bunch of other hindoo worlds, well, including some yeah, you'd love guy them. with one thumb. They wanted he a needs drop. a good kicking as well.
0: They want to drop a city on top of a city, so you'd love them. So they're not really going to be particularly friendly. Sacrifice you to whatever gods they like. I think we need to get out of here, see what we're at, and then make a decision to we go back in, grab a bit more, or just leave at that point.
5: Yeah, I think you make sense. I think you make sense, old man. I, I, I don't want us to lose our treasure to these these people. Um, I think I think that's sensible.
1: Okay. So you're in agreement, you decide to hold fire on investigating dragons, women's, uh, lions and tigers and bears, oh my, and you carry on following that the shoreline down.
0: Yes, yeah, so a no, no for
1: that, now. You decide that um, making a mental note, we'll put that in a, we'll pin put a pin in that and come back to it. Massive um,
2: dragon horde
1: to the east, I just
2: making a note of that. That's right. <laughs>
1: um just draw I'd right make, on the map i'd better make a note of that as no I'll, i'm going to record that as hair here, here be dragons
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. you
1: can record it as um here be treasure we'll see who's <laughs> right so you decide prudently to make as much use of the cover as you can can you all give me stealth rolls please in the tower okay thank you stealth rolls not
2: a chance so oh, I think it. that's a minus 57, but we'll see.
1: Cran just falls in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm You're, not kidding. Do you not remember when we first
0: started? Like, I couldn't even climb.
1: Okay. There you go, Cran. That's excellent. <laughs> minus oh,
4: that's, <laughs> that's a skiing.
1: Cran um, stumbles and falls and with a curse, uh, almost wrenches his ankle. Uh, Cran, sorry, John, I heard you talking about moving manoeuvre rolls. Give me a moving manoeuvre roll, buddy. Oh, you would... And you don't have the specialised skill of falling gracefully, clad in armour, carrying 18 weapons.
2: Okay, this is not going to go well, then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: I've just broken my neck.
2: Uh, What an inauspicious way for Cran to go.
1: Okay. So um, Cran is not the most stealthy of people. Can you all, as Cran curses and clasps his leg, fearing that he's wrenched it? He hasn't. um, Can you all make perception rolls? You fear that the noise that Cran made when he unfortunately let out the sort of expletives that only Cran knows. um, Sarissa finds them endearing, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But nobody else does. Um, Particularly
2: like thundering bellend as a uh, as a as as an expletive, which uh, goes very well for her.
1: She calls you Honey Bunny and you call her thundering bellend. Yes, of course. Match made in heaven. <laughs> so, Cran, as you rub your leg and look guiltily around, hoping that you haven't attracted anything at all, you can hear that the wing beats that you heard earlier have actually stopped. And there's a pronounced stillness that descends on the air. What you can also hear, Cran and Acor, is across to your right, further inland, near the farmland as it was, the allotments, I suppose. You can hear whistling. You can hear what sounds like a shepherd's pipe playing. It's oh, cock. A couple of hundred yards away but it's coming closer, but slowly. Now, remember, your vision, such as it is, is limited to about 50 feet.
0: Right, let's double
1: time itself,
0: quick. Whoa, 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 last time that happened, everybody got split up, so how are we going to keep together? Uh, hold on to each other, right. hold hands, Don't hold, hold hands, just never speak of this again. <laughs>
1: Okay, so forming as you do that well, uh, well-known primary school, kindergarten um, <laughs> crocodile chain.
0: We're professionals, you know. Yeah.
1: And with a grimace of we, this never happened, you hold hands. can't believe that level 10 characters in Role Master are genuinely holding hands and running. all the oxen free. Yeah, right.
5: Me, me. um
1: so you decide that the best way that you can run as fast as you can but also stay in contact because of this murk that will will otherwise separate you is to hold on to whatever weapon straps and so on that that protrude behind now most of you have got sort of loose belt loose belts scabbards and so on so you're able to do so I'm not gonna ask you to make a moving maneuver roll. You just decide to prudently run. Are you running as fast as you can, or do you want to use any excuse me, or do you want to do this with any sort of stealth? Is it just run or is it sneak away quickly?
2: Probably jog jog pace. So not trying to be fairly quiet except that yeah. okay. a cran sounds like a load of ball bearings and washers in a washing machine, unfortunately. So
1: Okay. Cran, You're. I'm going to assume that you are the... Actually, Snarkle and Cran, you are probably the worst at this. Snarkle, you would be the slowest, so you would be running quite quickly to keep up with them, because uh, they're all quite tall as it happens. Can you two please just give me a stealth roll, please? No penalties, just a straight stealth roll.
0: And you might want to rise, roll Stork this time. Oh, sorry, stalk. Thank you very much. No, no, no. Yeah. But I think John was skiing last time. Did <laughs> I? <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm, I'm yeah. quite
2: good at stalking. I'm quite, think... quite good at stalking. To...
3: And <laughs> skiing.
1: <laughs> okay. that probably skiing. why you almost fell over. You realised you didn't even have your skis on you, bell <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Belen is such a great British. Uh... Offensive word, it's fantastic. So. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Okay. <laughs> can can, can, I can remove ahead. his untrained, his, his unusable <laughs> keys. And I'm just removing... In the water saying, these were fucking useless. That, that might prevent me
2: accidentally doing, now. That, doing that in the future. Okay, yeah.
1: so uh, moving as quickly as you can, um, but still keeping a wary eye on what might be to your left and to your right you jog uh, through the remaining villages. And after a while, the panpipes begin to recede and recede until everything goes quiet. Now you've been jogging for some time and then decide to pause, catch your breath, and just get a bearing on where you are. Can all of you give me either a perception roll or a navigation roll? If it's navigation, I want it to be a hard navigation roll. If it's perception, I want an extremely hard perception roll, please. So you pause um, and just check on your surroundings. And fortunately, Acor, who you've kind of trusted the most, I suppose, to navigate you, he is supposed to be a woodsman and he has claimed to be a tracker. So you've deferred to either him or Ugnan so far. Ugnan, you're struggling a little bit. Your age and various infirmities, which is... (laughs) discussed offline are beginning to catch up with you if you recall Ugnan is something of a bit of a mystery because he looks like an old man but he isn't okay Ugnan is no older than Cran for example Um, I shouldn't have used Cran as an example (laughs) (laughs) if you eat your vegetables I don't think Cran does the vegetable thing Um, no it's pure keto that's right Um, Ugnan you'll remember has always been very coy about his background um, and he's prematurely aged considerably so that's uh, anyway, a
3: great key background note that's wild
1: uh anyway um Ognan pauses to catch his breath which means that you defer to acol who leads you the way and after a while acol pauses and says whoa let, let's stop here and he points across and you can see about 50 or 60 feet you can see just through some buildings you can see the Land just begins to slope down into the water again. So you're still close to the coast, um, or sorry, the shoreline. Across to your right, you can just see an open area, maybe distantly some buildings. What you can also see that um, sort of prickle that blackness are what look like some red dancing lights. But as you pause, everywhere around you is quiet and you feel quite safe. It looks like whatever was chasing you, um, you've you've evaded. So Crano would
2: let go of holding on to various bits of equipment and clothing of other people and like (coughs) clear his throat a bit. Uh, Right, should we we move on normal pace now?
0: Yeah, hell of a game. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody Uh, says at this point, looks like we lost them, they're dead. (laughs)
2: jinkies you gotta start that with jinkies too (laughs) (laughs) why don't why don't someone go just just head back into the mist and see if see if we've evaded pursuit
1: (laughs) okay so assured that you have escaped whatever that strange whistling thing is and not alarmed but cautious of the lights that you can see and not willing to investigate them It is relatively easy to follow the shoreline all the way around until you come to, yet again, as you weave in and out of buildings. um, Can you all give me, no, I won't ask for a perception roll yet. You come across what looks like a low walled, perhaps one of the odder structures that you've seen. There's a large open sanded area, low walled but in the center of which there seems to be a particularly smooth sanded area, which has got an opening to one side. There's a colossal sort of eight foot, maybe nine foot stone sculpted skull sitting alarmingly in the middle of this sanded area. (laughs) In the center, you can see a series of odd concentric rings Uh, This is not one of my finest efforts, I must admit. Um, And the sand slopes down slightly. So if you imagine that there is a slope, almost like a funnel, in the middle of this sanded area. But the sand is perfectly smooth and nothing seems to disturb it apart from a few traces of vegetation. The skull is almost entirely covered in vines, however. Nothing else, though, seems to be moving around inside this sanded area and it seems empty and perfectly placid. What the blood is going on here?
3: Let us go.
2: Keep going. On on Calestia, there's some
1: weird weird
2: shit thing that uh, hides under the ice and it kind of makes it look smooth, but it puts a hole in the middle and you're kind of walking along and then you fall down the middle. I reckon that's one of those, but in sand. I don't know. Fuck knows what's in the middle of that, but I wouldn't go in there.
0: Well, it's like this. If we, we should if, check out. If we've just run past a dragon's treasure, I'm not bloody going into a sand pit.
1: As you enter, a huge, the mother of all cigars, comes and stamps down on you, obliterating <laughs>
0: and burning you totally. <laughs> well, we just run through the darkness holding hands. We're not bloody killed kids going to run a plane of sand pit, are we?
2: All right, let's, let's carry on. Back down to the okay. ship. Get, okay, get to the ship. Let me just get rid of that.
1: Normal navigation or hard perception, please.
2: And my one le- my one rank in navigation. I got last level is coming into its own now. Nice, plus eight. Come
1: on! <laughs> Again, um, so close and perhaps wisely, although it's taken you longer to get around the city, um, moving around this whatever this large sanded area is, you very quickly find the telltale uh, red colossal red wall that wards Tarek Nev complete with gargoyles. The gargoyles on top, which you know can fire uh, lethal fire and um, bolts of electricity at flying vessels and potential threats and invaders, are all facing outwards. And although you know they're somewhat sentient, they totally ignore you. Following the wall around, you trek on and trek on. And continue to trek and trek, and then you come across um, an obstacle in your way. As close as you are to the um, the wall, and as close as you are to what you hope eventually to be the gate yard. Uh, sorry, the um, gate. You reckon you're maybe hundreds of feet away from the gate. You come across what looks like a campfire. The campfire is about 30 feet from you. There doesn't seem to be anybody sitting around it, but the campfire looks, well, just like a regular campfire. On top of the campfire, you can see what looks like some sort of um, pig uh, has been speared and has clearly been rotated because you can see that it has been seared and cooked on all sides. It's not rotating now, of course, because there's nobody to turn the spit. But there is a pig sitting above the fire, which crackles quite happily um, in front of the fire and just on the other side of the campfire, which is set inside some ruins. If I throw this one across to you, this will do. Um, And if I put the fire on it for you. Pigs smells so good. Give me a reasoning roll, crowd. Doesn't need to be particularly high.
4: Yeah, you there's recognize
1: definitely
2: pig? Human recognize pig. There's humans
1: here. Recognise bacon. So give me a reasoning roll, please, Cran. Uh just in the
2: tower or in the open.
1: No, you can make it in the open. Yeah, that that's really odd. You can see the bacon. Um you can hear the bacon, the crackle and pop. There's the fat big falls into the fire. But you can't smell the bacon.
2: So Cram was uh, salivating and then he goes, oh, fuck, that's weird. Bacon, well, and beer, well, and women, actually, are the three best smells in the world. And I can't smell bacon, which means that might not be bacon. Mm,
1: I'll just pop one of you on the map for the moment. I'll put... Uh, Cran on the map because he obviously was attracted by the smell of bacon and got a little bit closer so that's um, you're probably about here Cran. Um, As you look around Cran you can see that this is just as you'd expect a regular campfire complete with roast pig. There are what look to be a couple of wooden logs that have been pulled up near the fire. There look to be some backpacks and you can actually Cran you can hear the jingle of harness. There is a horse somewhere, a horse that's been tied up. But very oddly, there are no smells, and you can't see anybody moving around.
2: Oi, lads, this is fucking weird. There's something really strange going on there. Look, it looks just like a camp in the middle of some demon-infested ancient city that time doesn't go properly. <laughs> or it isn't. And I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm urging on the it isn't. Have a look. Can you see that? It doesn't smell of anything. It's bloody weird. It'd bring a horse in here. Old man, please guest healing spell on
3: big one. He is having stroke. I <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody don't know what this is. Because I failed my reasoning roll.
5: Stroke. I think it it <laughs> looks very, very nice. I'm a bit hungry. It doesn't
2: smell of anything. Who's ever had bacon? Look at that pig. It looks just bloody gorgeous. You can oh, see that like drool running into my beard. And, uh, yeah. It can we smell a bacon? Right?
3: That he's kind of pointing that out? Sorry, say what? Uh, just to confirm what he's saying, is, can we now do oh, the yes, same the thing? Rest
1: of it, if you want to make wise? perception rolls as well, Cran says, well, that's odd. I can't smell anything. Can the rest of you make perception rolls? I mean, you look at Cran and. Two of you can smell the bacon, but you can't hear the noises of the fire. So, somebody said, Well, it's not smell, it's, it's sound. I, I can't hear anything. And you quickly realize, as you describe what you can see, that all of you are actually sensing this, uh, sensing the bacon. God, where did I come up with this idea? You are all sensing the bacon in different ways. Some so, together can... we
3: make one person.
1: Together you make one person hunk of dead pig. Yeah, some <laughs> of you can smell it. Some of you can hear it. You can all see it.
3: Mm. Who is, well, he, I think he was running out of arrows, so, but he'll he'll grab a stick if there's one close, Acre yep. will, and throw it towards the pig, try to aim and see if it goes through it, if it's illusionary as, or as something. As you but...
1: suspect, as the arrow moves and it wouldn't probably have brushed off one of the logs that you can see it just passes through the log which doesn't change but you note that your twig branch whatever it is stone moves through the log goes through the pig without reaching any obstacle that's clearly an illusion let's just get on
0: let's keep moving.
1: we get back to the boat
0: come on lads! bloody turret no trickery can't bloody trust anything in this place
1: Okay, where do you want to go? Do you want to go underneath this ruin or over the top of the ruin, so to speak?
2: Uh, you can see
1: just to the north, you can see the doorway to the building that this illusionary um, barbecue is in has collapsed. So do you want to go around the door side or do you want to go around the back? Around the back?
4: You I'll go
2: the yes. Hour? Yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna do that way.
4: hmm
2: Smart yeah. Keep your eyes on the uh on the corners.
1: Okay. You move round towards the rear and within a very short period of time you're back at the gate. Here you go. You might
0: remember that. The red gate. you remember the password. You'll
1: remember, you'll remember that the red gate indeed is warded by a particularly powerful demon so you gingerly step around the ruins circle round and you can see facing you is the large closed mouth of a demon his eyes look down on you and he grins showing teeth but a huge tongue behind them which he can barely keep inside his mouth and he says in a rather sort of deepish voice, which I won't try and mimic. So you will want to leave now. Oh, I'm desperately looking for the password. Yeah, yeah,
0: go <laughs> ahead.
3: Got it. No, no. I think you have to pronounce it, Agnan. I don't think you can just type it, sir.
0: <laughs> I got it wrong the first time. Really bloody at me.
2: This is why I would have you tit- see it, sir.
0: I'm <laughs> only, I'm only in
2: a Russian accent will it works. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's Tara Glustreed. No, I mean it's a... Tara Glustrod.
3: <laughs> Roar! He eats us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: okay, at least you remembered fairly quickly. So, Tara Glustrod. So the demon. Oh, nice. Okay, so the demon (laughs) opens his mouth, um, and his huge tongue lolls out, which forms, as you'll recall, a bridge across the water, allowing you to exit if you wish. Of course, if you've got that password wrong, he might just swallow you. Who's going first? Victoria. I'll go first. Okay, I'll go. Okay, woman steps into the mouth and vanishes.
3: (laughs) Nice, yeah. That's a silk thing. Yeah, I'm next.
1: Okay, Victoria steps in and vanishes. Acor, Snarkle, this is your opportunity, finally. Now that the others have gone, you're now two on one against Cran. Do you want to take him out now and take all his treasure? No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> don't tempt me. Okay. Yeah. When NPCs go bad. Okay, so who's next? This cran, snarkle and acorn. Now you've not come across this um dungeon, uh, sorry, this uh demon before. Um fortunately Acor fumbles his bow. Um cran, you're gonna have to persuade snarkle and acor to step through this this demon's mouth. Other two- are you serious? What Boy,
2: lads, is- get, get your assets through there. Nothing to worry about. There's any way out as well. So uh, it's either that or stay here and enjoy Demon Company for the rest of your lives. Snarkle, I why, know you for you? a long
3: time. You first.
2: I read a book on motivational speeches recently, and I'm uh, putting it all to best effect. R&R time.
3: Snarkle, <laughs> you first. I know you a long time. Please.
2: Yeah. <laughs> sorry that was, know, that was dangerously close to love you long time but I... <laughs> 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 I love you long time Go, you go for five five dollars okay i'm, I'm going
5: now
1: I'm, I'm a bit scared i'm scared i'm going okay so snarkle you step a into snorkel, the guys. demon's mouth um it's damp The tongue, obviously, as you step onto the tongue, your boots sink into the tongue. And as you look down, you can even see that there's some sort of saliva on the tongue. And you can even see, obviously, gigantic taste buds on the tongue as well. But there's a shimmering and then you appear on the other side. Obviously, the demon's tongue and mouth is more of a portal than an actual fleshy bridge. Okay, Cran and Acor, it's just you two remain. Acor, are you next or do you want to do something else?
3: Acor grabs at uh, Cran's hand and goes, whee, and runs
4: into the mouth.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, Little did you know that actually Acor is really Silk's brother. So, okay. So, Acor, you go next, you step into the tongue and appear on the other side. Cran, um, I won't say you're used to this, but you're familiar with how this sort of magic works. And you step through too. So you, all of you appear on the other side of the city. You've actually managed to get out. Um, unfortunately for at least three of you, time now suddenly telescopes and catches up with you uh, a little bit like a sledgehammer hitting you. Can you all give me a constitution roll, please? Ugnan, can you give me a disease roll which at a hard penalty? Victoria, yours is medium. And Cran, yours is light, so you'll get a bonus.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm Jeez. seeing babies crawling on ceilings.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, Cran's getting better. I so,
1: say, Cran and Victoria, so you step out and immediately sort of drop to your knees and are assailed with, um, I mean, you're exhausted, absolutely exhausted. Um... And just before you sort of sink down to your knees, you realise that you haven't eaten in days, um, or it feels like you haven't eaten in days. Ugnan, you step through and just promptly pass out.
0: Yep. Well, the 60, um, won't we'll be out.
1: Looking down, looking down at Ugnan. Um, sorry, Acorn Snarkle, you two are unperturbed by whatever has just happened. Can you give me perception rolls, please?
3: Snarkle um, passes out next to him.
0: Minus
1: 140. <laughs> um, going away, oh, I've got two snarkle. legs. I had a second one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, with a plus Ooh.
3: 63, the total is okay. negative 114. Okay. That's um, right.
1: Snarkle. Oh, look at the butterfly. Oh, it's <laughs> moving. I'm going to catch it. Um, Snarkle. I mean, really, Ugnan and Kranz reaction and Victoria's as well it just sort of shows you how little stamina um these these people have um the fact that Ugnan has passed out is obviously age related uh Acor <laughs> you can see something a little bit more however both Cran and Victoria look um you can see bags under their eyes you can see that they've clearly lost weight their clothing isn't fitting particularly well um, Ugnan looks as if he's going to need probably quite a bit of bed rest. He looks absolutely exhausted and looks absolutely drained, as if as if he's been going on adrenaline for days. just forced himself to eat be... every
2: four hours. That's what you. That's the secret to living in Tarek Nev Just force nosh down your throat every four hours.
1: Moving and stirring Ugnan, you are able to get him to his feet, but he's. You're... I won't say he's barely conscious, but the three of you feel absolutely drained. Acor and Snarkle, you're just tired. All of you know, well, all of you need days of rest. um, If you're going to be at your best, capable of fighting, you're all. Well, certainly three of you are totally exhausted. Two of you are extremely tired. What's going to do? I've got to make it You don't. Fucking older than normal.
2: Uh, Have you got that mirror? Let's get this ship signal. I feel absolutely crap.
0: Uh, Just take it, lad. Just take it.
2: How do I signal things?
0: Just got to keep looking up until you can see it. Oh, you know, work it out yourself.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Old old one, what can I do to help you? Do you have a bushy leaf you can become addicted to? I can give you.
0: <laughs> oh, careful. I'll try to not take that Kathkoosa. But will that fix that draft? Oh,
1: if you want scared. to try and signal, I need a signaling roll, please.
2: Nailed it. It's okay. Ship's coming right down. Well, 16. You burned my Dodgers... bolstering, mother. <laughs>
1: Victoria dodges out the way. It just says, You'll have somebody's eye out with that mirror. <laughs> That's right.
2: Want me to give it, give it a go? Okay. Fuck, I need I need to trim me whiskers. Look at that, it's a bloody awful. Awesome.
1: Right. Cran, you try as you might, you're unable to catch the light. And when you stand up to try and reach up an arm and catch the light to signal across to Whistler's Point, which is the island where you asked your your ship to remain hidden, um, you're just too tired to hold your hand up aloft for long enough. Victoria, you can have a go, please. Um your tiredness means that it's very hard. Hu- it's hard. And it's going to be a signalling skill roll, please.
4: Yep. Uh, oh, shit. Double.
1: Um, well, though those, those rolls actually aren't too dissimilar. And again, it's hmm. very, very hard to catch the light. Well, you signal and you wave the mirror around and flash it around, but there's no sort of signalling flashback, but you could be too far away and you're just too tired to peer through the vegetation. Ugnan is slumped against a building with sort of his hand, his head in his hands. Um, You're too tired, really, to respond to anything, Ugnan. But there is a telltale voice that offers to help remove your exhaustion. No quid pro quo, she just offers to remove your exhaustion.
0: Listen, mistress, I've been thinking about this. And you know what? Yeah, let's go for it. I will be your disciple. I will take you to Selkai. Just that you got to think about this. It's all about um, thinking about how you did as a dark god. It didn't do too well. How about something a bit more uh, mainstream? Like, if you want to be a dark god, you're going to get followers, but not an awful lot. If you get a bit more mainstream, you'll get a lot of followers. I'm just thinking, start thinking about how we could get you more powerful. Yes, I would like to take your age. I, I will become your servant. And that's saying a lot because I don't really believe in you, lot. But you're the first one's ever talked to me.
1: Okay, you you hear that telltale voice laugh softly, and just sort of whisper, um, "Oh, foolish man, you're already my servant." And how are you telling a, a, a goddess to think about consequences, anyway? And with that, she goes quiet, and your weariness, your your tiredness lifts instantly, Ugnan. Um, I think I've um, just pitched to become her social media manager in downtown. I, I really
0: <laughs> had tried to say, like, hmm. branding. I almost said branding. You know, think about branding. <laughs> you know, you've got to come here. the Come on, Orgiana. Have you thought about your media presence? Yeah, what's your, what's your, what's
1: your US <laughs> planos, <laughs> I'm thinking broadsheets. I'm thinking, <laughs> hey, wow, there's a new dark goddess in town. Um, there's a story okay, oh, there. You feel everything lift from you as if you've had a shot of, well, you're addicted to everything anyway. You've had a, all of those <coughs> herbs that have been given to you intravenously. Um, you feel fine and ready to go. Acorn Snarkle, you're tired, but you're okay. Do either of you want to try and have a go with the signalling mirror just in case Victoria failed? Or Ugnan, you can have a go now that you are no longer tired. Cran is just, I just need to eat.
5: That's using yeah, the let's, let the old men should try and do it.
0: Oh, they never used to let do The old this. men. Used to be, a uh, Cherry, I think it was. I don't know if had the good signaling, signaling skill. It might have been Cherry. And we've, uh, we bloody left oh, them back that's... at the temple.
3: Fuck, we are. Perhaps just... if we all try and fail at the same time, we will actually <laughs> do good. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, Ugnan, you flash the mirror around. Acor, do you want to have a go? <laughs>
2: Why don't we light a fire and let the whole load of bloody great smoke column plume up from here? that would do
1: it, wouldn't it? You can do if you want. Yep. You could also light a fire.
2: Yeah, might as
3: well try and then light a fire at the same time. Okay. So give, uh, it, a give it to roll. Uh, Snarkle as
4: well.
1: And then what I'm going to ask you for, though, to light a fire in this sort of Ooh. steaming, <laughs> damp jungle vegetation. Okay, wow! Hey, very cool. Much, uh, Level up.
0: <laughs> no. woo <laughs>
1: So, uh, Crand, you still, uh, you're wanting to light a fire. You're going to need something if you're going to now rest until, I mean, where do you want to wait for your ship? It's going to take um, a day or two, depending on when the ship sees you. It's going to take at least a day for the ship to get to you. Where do you want to camp? Do you want to camp near the bridge or do you want to move away from the Red Gate? I would.
2: I personally think we should go back to the people we promised to try and take off the yeah. island. That's the safest place, isn't it? If, no. we, if we think we can get there, it's yeah, only half what, a few hours travel.
1: Yeah, and you're too tired to make it, Crane and Victor. We're too tired, OK. Yeah, you haven't got two hours in. You've you got minutes. Yeah. I'm OK, we'll go just go.
2: find somewhere close by.
0: Yeah, I mean, OK. Do we have also, strength
3: enough to make some food?
0: What are we going to do about yeah. Cherry and uh, uh, Numal? Oh, they're just around corner. look. I know you said to meet meet them. Did they get here, though? Sure, why not?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, yeah, so Numel and Cherry are back in the palace, aren't they, as far as I recall? Yep. Is that right? You decide to (laughs) give in Crans Exhaustion and Victoria's to rest near uh, Terraglystrod, the bridge, the demonic bridge while you hope that your ship um, arrives. Cran, you're going to try and set fire. Sorry, not set fire. You're going to try and light a fire. Um, can you give me a survival roll, please? I'm asking you to make one because I don't think it's actually that easy to create a fire when you're in the middle of a rainforest.
2: Especially so, if you're really, really tired as well because you need a lot of strength with the bow drill and stuff. No, so, yeah.
1: The clue's in the name. Wood is quite damp.
2: Estate fletching, foraging would it be foraging? foraging. Quite... Yeah,
1: give me a foraging. I got this. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> it's proving very difficult. Somebody want to help Cran light a fire. Just to. can we say uh,
3: that, um, the hundred plus signaling also allowed Cran to have a focused beam of sunlight on his wood, too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Nice try. <laughs> you could do if that mirror wasn't a mirror and was a I, magnifying, I magnifying lens. Yeah. I don't want you to focus
2: <laughs> on Kranz. I don't want any focus on Kranz wood Thank you very much. Oh
1: Okay, so if any of the rest of you want to have a go to foraging roll, please.
3: Oh, foraging—that's easy, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, I got some foraging.
3: Oh, I'm going to make it out. out. Oh, oh we'll get
0: 180. <laughs> good, one. good job, Equor. Oh, that's some. That's some
2: serious foraging there. Okay.
3: Acor mm-hmm. the ranger
1: Okay so Acor You're able to get a small fire lit And you're able to cook Whatever food you've got Now, Snarkle and Acor you've got nothing Victoria, Ugnan and Cran On your possessions do you have anything to eat So, not I've never heard anything
2: against.
3: to eat
1: okay. uh, Inventory yep. I think
3: yeah.
2: I've got a whole load of herbs They obviously provide <laughs> but... I've got loaf of cram <laughs> You got
0: Good cram, yeah. Okay, I don't. So I've got a right. loaf, so loaf of able... cram here, which is feed right. quite a lot of us.
1: It does. So I think if you split that cram between the five of you, I think was it one loaf of cram is enough for? Is it a week? Yeah, it says here week,
0: five days enough. nutrition per slice, ten slice loaf. Oh,
1: actually, yeah, I've got
2: some cram as well. I've just discovered.
0: Okay. I thought we all had one so, loaf each, actually. But maybe don't. Uh, Well, Acorn and Snarkle won't. No, Uh, I'll I'll probably been
1: dipping into it already, but not heavily. So, though you don't have anything in the way of fresh food, unless you wanted to hunt, which could be quite risky, you have enough of this enchanted, highly nutritious bread, somewhat akin to Kendall Mint Cake, I suppose. And with your fire lit and some tea bubbling away. You're able to sit down and quietly eat some cram. It's As you come out of the city, you realise actually it's late afternoon. And by the time you've elected a campsite, not too far from the Red Bridge, the Red Gate, sorry. Um, and you've hopefully signalled your ship to come and rescue you. Stars begin to appear and it begins to obviously darken overhead. At night, rather than being quite quiet, um, the jungle actually gets louder. There are a host, as you're well aware, of nocturnal hunters. You've been warned of some particularly nasty denizen of Taraknir, ne- sorry, of Aranmore, by the um, inhabitants of the stockade. So you should probably set a watch. Pranin Victoria, you're going to have to go to sleep. You're not going to be able to take the first couple of watches. So it's going to be up to Acor, Snarkle, and Ugnan as to whether you take the first watch. Ugnan, as soon as it gets slightly dark, Orgiana sort of steps out of the shadows between the branches and comes and just sits down next to you and just stares into the fire. She doesn't offer any conversation, she just sits next to you silently, staring into the fire the firelight playing off what are particularly bright eyes tonight. There's a faint smell uh, around her of perhaps lavender.
0: For the first time, Uggdun's actually going to look at her, nod and smile, and then just look back at the fire as well.
1: Okay. Um, Acor, Snarkle, which of you wants to take the first watch? I can take the first watch.
3: Good dwarf, perhaps I take first, just because you have dark vision, no?
5: Hey, my dwarf! Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going to sleep now. Watch, okay, Thank you. How far
0: from Please. the red gate are we? Um,
3: On its tongue.
0: <laughs> can, yes, right. No, literally, I'm it's wondering it, that because if things it's... go really, really bad, we know the we know the password. We can scoot through. You, really you
1: can be as close to want. i mean if i call up that map for example you could probably use that ruined house which is what 10 20 30 40 50 60 which is maybe about uh 30 yards away 40 yards would that be close enough or do you want to be closer or do you want to be further from the city? that's not bad
3: that's within running distance or jogging distance, I
0: should say. Yeah, one fifty feet.
1: Yeah. It is, yeah. Head out onto the you know where the road is that leads into the city as well. You know that it's clear of obstacles. So actually it would be if anything bad happened, you just head to the road, run up the road, shout the name and bang you're in the city.
0: Yeah, so get ready to practice the password a few times before we go to bed.
1: <laughs> well, are you telling Acor and um Snarkle, what the password is. I think, I
5: think you should tell me the password before I go to sleep.
0: Okay, it's all you can eat.
1: Ugnan, <laughs> nice. do you want to withhold the password just in case? Yeah,
0: How's there there's the going to be, there is gonna be there is he's gonna be quite quite blunt about it. But it's like this, Snarkle, acor. So far, so good. But uh I don't want to give out this password if I, if I don't have to. Just stick with us, keep us alive, and everything's good. We go through a couple more fights. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my bloody penis size. I yeah,
1: think okay. you're caring too much, personally, but never mind. I think at that did point... Not know. Hey, why are you talking not? about that? Why are
3: you talking about that? I did not know you cared. i get a little closer to you now.
1: <laughs>
3: you look tired. Let me massage chest. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Go on, say, do you like <laughs> Gladiator movies? Go on, do you do. like Gladiator movies? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, so you decide to hold the password back. Aker and Snarkle, obviously you've got, well, you can take offense at this or you can just accept it. Do you want to make a deal of this just before Ugnan sort of turns in for the night. I mean, Cran is already, there is sort of little Z signs floating up into the air above him. And he's sort of collapsed almost like that, you know, the black Labrador in, in hot summer weather. He's lying on his side and every now and again, his left leg twitches and he scratches himself under his armpit. Um, Victoria's also tired and is asleep. Um, so they they can't help you. Victor, uh, sorry, Snarkle and Nagle, do you want to make a big deal about the fact that Ugnan is not giving you the password?
3: No. Or do you just it, want to let it go? It is fine. I understand. We don't know them. They know password. That's fine.
1: Yeah, they,
5: they, they're, 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 these are the type of people that like to, to, to hang out with elves. They, they think I think they're a bit strange.
3: So tell me, Snarkle, what is it with you and elves, anyway? You've said this before,
5: and I never ha- had chance to ask. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. it it's a painful memory. Oh, uh, but Snarkle, are we are childhood friends. Come on, tell me, man. Uh, we are not childhood friends. You are too familiar. Uh, I think. I think. Let's let's keep our counsels, and uh, I don't want to talk about. The elves, they're not good Mm. people. And these people that are sleeping, yeah, these people that are sleeping, they have a lot to do with the elves. So I'm a bit suspicious of them.
1: Mm. Okay, so um, Eikl, as you've, I mean, you and Snarkle have sort of bonded because you're, as i said before, you're the two sort of most experienced, well done, John, you're the two most (laughs) experienced fighters of that disastrous mercenary troop. Um, Snarkle clearly is quite um, bitter he's not unpleasant or hostile no, no but something um, this is not just a racial oh, we don't like elves because they hang around in trees and elves don't like us because we hang around underground there is something far more significant that Snarkle has not told you about something that runs very close to his heart whereas mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say Acor you are and I think certainly the way Colin has played the Acor is quiet, but he's a fairly open, what you see is what you get sort of person. Um, he's much more open-minded. Okay. Acor, you and take, a
3: masseuse.
1: And a masseuse as well. Uh, Acor, <laughs> you, take, you take the first watch and take the opportunity to keep those long masseuse fingers of your supple by <laughs> just running through a few exercises on the sleeping crans left bicep.
3: Oh, um, nice. sorry colin
1: <laughs>
0: okay so I, i'm not lying if there's free mas- like. if free massages going in others definitely gonna get some of
2: those. <laughs> okay uh, fran's ass is really sore his left buttock really could do with a bit of a uh, bit of loosening up
1: oh so i bad. wouldn't it's a bit like pulling the pin on a grenade it'll go on yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that kind of things
3: will never leave
1: a lack there's been a lack of fiber and you really don't want to get too close just in case yeah okay um acor can you give me a perception role please this will just be a normal perception role
3: okay just... and if i may too during during the his shift at least He's going to cast light. Um, It lasts for 140 minutes. um, And he'll make sure to cast it on another area within his eyesight range so that it's uh, obvious, but
1: like a a secondary. Yeah. Okay. There is. Okay. I'm glad you did that. There is a lump of rock, I suppose, that is some distance from you. And sure enough... Um, as you suspected that light draws all the sorts of unwanted attention you can see a few large what look like bats sort of fly through and into the light but then come out the other way um can you give me a perception roll please you bet after a short while you can hear snuffling noises and looking squinting over towards the light You can see what look like three sort of large, uh, they look like enormous lizards move towards the light and then pause, ringed around the light. You recognise them as basilisks because of the way that the light is bouncing off their large eyes. You will be aware, as most travellers are, that a basilisk's gaze can petrify. And there are three of these large creatures, each in our terms, the size of a Komodo dragon that have been drawn to the light that you cast. They continue to snuffle around. Two of them sort of rear up and bat at each other with their forelimbs in sort of a a very much um, uh, getaway. This is my area. But they're not of a mind to actually fight that hard. The evening is still very warm which is why these uh, creatures are still active. You know that as the evening gets colder, they will, like any good reptile, um, seek somewhere to shelter from the cold and they'll become sort of quite sleepy and torpid. The creatures, though, are about 50 or 60 feet from you. Do you want to do anything in particular or just watch warily as these basilisks, three of them, move around?
3: Yeah, Acor will actually keep where he is and indirectly watch them peripherally. But stay silent and keep everybody quiet. Won't wake anybody up, but just make sure nobody's moving around.
1: Fortunately, two of the basilisks, after, oh, maybe a couple of hours of your watch, move away towards the west, deeper into the jungle, though still moving towards the water. One unfortunately decides to curl up and go to sleep by the log. His head is pointing towards you, or sorry, away from you, and it's obvious that he hasn't detected the low fire that you've still got going. Now there's about well, you're about ready to turn in Acor. So it's your it's now your decision whether you wake snarkle. And if you do, is there anything else you want to do before you wake Snarkle and go to sleep yourself?
3: Yeah, probably a bad idea, but at least it's not going to register combat and shouting and screams of death. So I'll gently shake Snarkle, and I'll keep That's my great. finger to my mouth as a shh when he does open his eyes.
5: It's a yeah. great idea. What, what, what? Shh,
3: sh- and I I lift his head and kind of prod him up, and then I point at the back of the giant beast, that is the basilisk, okay. and I put my finger to my lips again.
1: Okay, so the basilisk I've just put on the map is about there. You can see the small green token. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So so Snarkle,
5: you know he's obviously worked. with call. Um, yes. a loss in the past and he immediately gets <clears throat> gets the message if you like yeah and so sort of nods his head at um Acor puts his also puts his finger to his lips and then and then does the you know the the finger on each eye and and points it at the at, at in the direction of the um basilisk indicating that he's going to keep a close eye on it
1: okay perfect
3: and uh Acor nods and we'll try to sleep with his back in the corner here.
1: Okay. Snark or the basilisk seems to have decided to bed down there for the night. It doesn't seem too worried by the light. And then you can hear across to the right more movement coming towards that light, which is still acting as a as a lure. Um looking across, can you give me two can you give me sorry a perception roll please? Snarkle, you can see what look like um, two small jungle cats. I mean, when I say cats, they're um, sort of about the size of a a small panther or um, mountain lion. So they're certainly they would be awkward creatures for you guys to face, but nothing that you'd worry over much about, given your armor and weaponry. The basilisk hears them and and instantly... Lumbers to its feet and is poised, ready to fight. Do you want to watch or do you want to do something else? so The creatures are coming in sort of this way.
5: Put bets on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. just, just, just watching, Stuart. Okay.
1: As the creatures come closer, you can see that the basilisk um, just stands stock still and then suddenly lumbers with actually frightening speed. Once you see the basilisk move, you realize that actually it is deceptively heavy and massive. It is all muscle, all protein. And as it moves, you can see it snapping things that you didn't think it would snap. But it does so with astonishing speed and suddenly lumbers out at these creatures, hissing. doesn't snarl, doesn't growl, it just hisses. And as it does so, you can see that there are green flecks that fall from its open mouth. This instantly alerts the cat, and there is a loud snarl. Cran, uh, Ugnan, Victoria, and Acor, can you give me, um, can you all give me perception rolls, please? Uh, all of them will be easy. Cran, yours is medium. Okay. All of you are awakened instantly. Can you and you can hear snarling and you can hear hissing and you can see snarkle on his feet looking away towards the north. What do you yeah, want to I... do? <sighs> how how tired does sorry. How tired is Cran? Cran yeah, is I... very tired, very bleary. Um, so I suppose human equivalent, you've probably gone to bed at eleven o'clock and it's two o'clock in the morning.
4: Okay,
1: knackered. Ugnan. I'm not worried about exhaustion. It's more your kind of the, the time and your bleary eyed state and how you're going to kind of figure out where the hell am I and, and, and what am I doing here. Ugnan, what do you want to do?
0: He's gonna just slide well, off. Well
5: well let me just let me just
1: say first snarkle
5: kind of puts his hand up behind him, just a, a reassuring gesture to sort of indicate that. He's—he's he's got it, you know. He's—he's—he's he's, he's watching it. He's—he's he's
1: not surprised. Okay. All right. So Snarkle puts his hand up. Ugnan, what do you want to do?
0: Well, he was just about to slide forward, and then he stops dead, and looks at him quizzically, and then then looks where his gaze is, and tries to see if he can spot anything in the in the darkness. Okay,
1: Victoria, you've just woken from sleep. You're quite bleary. You're quite tired. You can hear snarling and hissing off in the distance. Snarkle stands up and puts his hand behind him.
3: Yeah, I'm just going to stay quiet.
1: You stay quiet. Uh, Acor, you know that there is a basilisk out there. You know what the hissing is. So as you wake, you figure that the basilisk has been alerted by something. Do you want to do anything else or do you just want to ignore it and go back to sleep?
3: Yeah, he'll he'll just keep curled up behind the low stone wall there and uh, he trusts his, his party.
1: Okay. So rather than um, immediately shouting weapons, Um, all of you have the sense just to respond to Snarkle's hand and remain quiet. Um, You can give me perception rolls if you want. um, But I can tell you what happens or Snarkle can relay what happens. There is some light that's off in the distance, um, which hopefully Acor told you he was going to cast as a well-practiced lure for camping outside in case there's anything unpleasant. So you don't react to the light, but certainly what you're able to see is the basilisk immediately petrifies one of the creatures, but then is obviously able to control its gaze and then leaps at the other cat, which rears up. The cat catches the lizard a fearsome blow with its claws, but the lizard doesn't seem to respond. And then oddly, the lizard just bites at the cat and then retreats. Now the bite that the lizard gives the creature is quite significant. And the creature turns and rears back, snarling and hissing and heads towards the path. And it's going to probably come that way. Um, Those of you that are watching, can you give me a perception roll please? Okay, Snarkle, your vision is quite good. Victoria, you're able to see. And Cran as well. All of you can see that the basilisk then does something perhaps you didn't expect. Um, it doesn't immediately pursue the creature, it just follows. So it stays quite away out of the distance. But as the creature limps away, obviously wounded, um, the basilisk follows it. Tracking its path but remaining, oh, maybe about 30 feet away. If the cat stops, the basilisk stops, and you can see its huge tail just twitch slightly. The basilisk, though, is coming down the path. Do you want to do anything? Not ugly, be quiet. That's what you going to do. Yeah, just, yeah,
5: that's right. Snarkle just gestures and that, in that manner.
1: I'm not going to ask you to make um, hide rolls or stealth rolls. You're deliberately, I mean, you're not doing anything to make any noise. After a while, the basilisk tracks the cat and when the cat turns away into the jungle, the basilisk does as well. You watch for quite a while. The basilisk goes out of sight. The jungle noises which went very, very loud when the basilisk started hissing and the cat started snarling. Now, just quiet and slightly to their normal uh, cacophony of bird calls. You can hear frogs and you can hear sort of snarls distantly in the forest. And you can also hear even bigger things crashing through the trees. But otherwise, the night returns to normal. Snarkle, you resume your watch. Acor, Victoria, Ugnan, Cran, you go back to sleep. Snarkle, you've stayed awake for some time for as long as you can. Who do you want to hand the final watch to? Victoria Ugnan uh, or Cran?
5: Uh, Cran's
2: curling up around the fire again.
5: I think it's. I think it's got to be Ugnan, because um, uh, you can do if you wish. Sorry, yeah. isn't in the best shape. Yeah. So, yep. so Snorkel shakes gently. Shakes Ugnan. Hey, old man, it's time for you to take over. I'm too tired now.
1: All right, okay. Ugnan, you can take the last watch. Um, Good idea. Give me a perception roll, please. Orgiana spent much of the evening while you were awake, sitting, just staring into the fire. She didn't seem willing to talk. She seemed preoccupied. Um, And as you became tired without a word, she just stepped up and slipped off into the trees and vanished. When you wake up and decide to take your watch, she and dawn is just beginning to, or rather there is some light beginning to break through the trees. You reckon dawn is maybe a few, or dawn is a few hours away. Orgiana does not choose to appear to you again, but the rest of the what's left of the evening passes quite peacefully. Um, And as that familiar rumbling begins to appear in your stomach again, and you decide to think about stoking up the fire, putting on some tea, um, Cran, Victoria, Acorn, and Snarkle all begin to stir slightly. Um, it's probably time for some more cram. Um, at about the same time, you catch flashes across from the southwest. Could be your airship coming towards you. Do you want to signal to the airship to narrow down where you are? Or do you want to be a little bit more cautious to see what it is?
0: A bit cautious first.
1: Okay. Give me a, since you're the person that's awake, Uglan, can you give me a hide roll, please? Obviously, Victoria, sorry, Akel went to some lengths last night to hide where your campfire was. Um, you've now stoked up your campfire and there is a faint plume of smoke rising from your campfire despite your best efforts. You hope it's not strong enough to alert everything within a sort of a a 20, 30 mile radius just in case. Although part of you hopes that as you fumble for the mirror again, that if things go wrong, you hope that at least your airship will be able to see your fire. As the airship comes closer, um, Ugnan, you recognise it as your airship. And let's see how good the crew is. And the crew are unable to see your thin plume of smoke amongst the trees and the mist that's rising from the damp ground. Can you make a signalling roll, please? Um, And I'll give you a light. This is a light difficulty. I'll give you a bonus to the roll. Give me a signalling roll with the mirror, please. Sure. Uh, I don't think you're going to need skiing for a while. (laughs) Okay. you signal with your lamp? Sorry, with your mirror. Oh God! And the crew are on a uh, crew, and the ship is clearly not picking up the signalling. Give me another roll, or wake somebody and hand the mirror to them, or give the mirror quickly to somebody else.
0: All oh, right, you okay. lot, get up! There's something approaching.
1: Okay, give mm, me Basilisk. Roll. Yes, Basilisk stake. Give me another signalling roll, then, please, and see if you can do better on this roll. Okay. okay. See if the crew can do worse or better. Sorry. Are be we there yet? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So um, doing much better this time, taking your time and directing the light at the ship rather than where the ship has been works a treat. And the <laughs> ship pauses and circles around and begins to descend um, so that you can talk to the crew. OK, so there's your if you recall, that's the top deck of your airship. Right. Your ship descends and the ship's the person you've left in charge of the ship, asks whether you are now ready to leave.
0: When was the last time you spoke to us? How long's passed?
1: Okay. He tells you you've been on the island for a week.
0: How long do we think it passed? Three days?
1: Maybe, yes. Difficult to tell. So time is passing twice as quickly on the outside. Um, But you're... Give me reasoning roles, please. Victoria, Ugnan, and Cran. Give me reasoning roles. Acorn Snarkle, you haven't been on the island really fast enough. Right. Really? very long enough. Fast enough. Ugnan and cran with a an uncharacteristic insight. Um
2: fuck you, GM. I'm rage quitting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, when can I hit something? Um so cran and ugnan. Um Yeah, you're not surprised that time is passing faster in the outside world. You're aware that time is frozen inside. What you're also aware is that the time dilation that you've felt has got worse the longer you've been in the city. So, if you like, the last day that you're in the city, probably four days passed. Right. It's like an exponential type thing. yeah. Yeah. So, the longer you spend in the city, the more quickly time will advance. Oh, weird. Just because your experience of time slows and slows and slows and slows. So the longer you spend in the city, the slower time passes for you.
0: Right, yeah, I so... I think I've got my physics right. If we spent overnight, <laughs> if we think about that, for, for as far as Silt's concerned, it's probably been two more nights, maybe four more nights, I don't know. So if we need to go and grab Cherry and... Newmall, we're going to have to get in there and quick as grab them and get back. If we're going to go dragon treasure raiding, got to, to be very quick. We've got to get just way. get the
2: cherry. We've got to get just cherry and Newmole back, haven't we? And then. Uh... The Elven
0: Lass will just have to make her own way. I don't like saying that. Yeah. We're we'll leaving her behind. But I just don't know what else to do. We'll come back for her one day. But then, you never know. If we're yeah. part of the prophecy, things will work themselves out. Yeah, you got a god on your side now, mate, Cran
2: says with a chuckle. <laughs> Is
0: that the command? Yeah,
2: well I don't think it's
5: a I don't think it's a good idea to get the elf, but I suppose you, you helped us get out of the city, so um we we we're willing uh, well I am willing to listen to your plan. I don't know about Echo, but
0: it's also another uh, thing, but I don't recommend getting the elf is that we've made a little deal with uh, some shipwreck people but they're not exactly the most trustworthy of people and the more of us against the less of them the better and we know we can trust those two up there in the um in the temple and you two have proven quite trustworthy
2: one of those ships could be handy if we, we those guys are sailors <laughs> keeps them off our airship they can sail themselves out of here a bloody um, good idea. i
5: don't want to share my treasure with those people that you're talking about who are they? I don't I don't know them. Why are you
2: promising lots of um, people all kinds of different things? They're good lads. They're basically like rapists, murderers and pirates. But uh, we can trust them, I think. I think they may even, like, if we want to set up a little navy, they're the boys to help out, I think.
0: All right, so how about this then? New plan. In we go. We go up to retrieve Numal, Cherry, but along the way, we have to go past the docks. We check out the boat. Uh, either way, we grab the the two of them, come back, and either the boat's good enough, we we'll do something with that, or we we'll come out back through the gate. Would you reckon?
5: Yeah, it will help with that, but I, I don't want to talk to that elf. Keep that elf away from me. I don't like them.
0: Okay. No worries. Um, so your casual racism is that... noted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so the plan then is to re- to re-enter the city through the terra Glustrod, the demonic gate you can retrace your path following uh some of the internal walled structures um back to the palace and then from the palace you can head into the dockyard this is an area that you've not explored at all and you're going to see if there are any intact seaworthy vessels that you can um, basically commandeer and escape with as a means of getting out of the city. Is that right?
0: Yeah, as Cran says, mm-hmm. then we can give that to the pirates so they don't have to worry about them being on yep. the boat. And then that's one of our problems solved. And also they then got a boat.
2: Um, and they'll be indebted to us, especially if we sign some sort of contract with, them? well, uh, meaningless, but I'll look the guy in the eye. Squeeze his hand out and nobody does the trick. <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay, why, why, why are we not getting these pirates to come into the city with us so when we get the boats,
2: they can take it? They
5: look Should quite broken,
0: hit. to be honest with you. Bring them the right. into
2: wouldn't. Yeah, they lost a few of their own. and They wouldn't go in.
0: Well, they came with a, a crew of, what, 20-odd? Well, 20-odd survivors. And when we saw them, yeah. I think there was five of them left. Yeah, they'd, like they'd
1: lost. Remember, they tried to get in the city beforehand. Um they discovered the password to the gate. Remember that's where you got the password from. You stole it from them or secretly stole it from them. But they'd already lost um people inside the city. So they didn't want to go in again. So
5: Yes, you are you are all very, very, very kind. I mean you just like to, to, to do stuff for these people and they've done not much for you. I, I don't understand you, but I will follow you.
0: And we'll see what comes of this. It's an investment snarkle because uh, they're then going to run a ship for us because we've got a shipping company. They're going to be privateers for us.
2: Privateers, that's that's the word i can going make. It's not pirates, sorry, wrong word.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> if they're giving us money, they're privateers. If they're taking money from us. They're bloody pirates.
1: Okay, so you re-enter the city uh, using the password that you've got before and although you're used to this is now the third time you will have stepped through the demon's mouth. Um, there is still a shudder that passes through each of you. Remember, this demonic gate that you're stepping through is almost 100 feet uh, t- in height and size. And if it chose to clothe its mouth and bite down on you, its teeth are the size of um, well, large doors. There would be nothing that you could do. So,
3: yeah again, do you... how does that uh, password go again?
1: Ah <laughs> 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 oh, indeed the other super secret password yeah. so you step through the portal again until you're by the now familiar um gate what remains of the gate now you'll recall that things immediately started going wrong for silk when you first entered because. Both of the towers are haunted. Remember that she saw strange visions, and you too saw and experienced strange things when you entered the gateyard. So you very quickly move away across to your left so that you can follow um, a wall that leads around what could have been perhaps an estate or a collection of estates belonging to the slightly wealthier of Tarek Nev in its heyday. On the other side of the wall, you can see the houses are much larger and although completely ruined and flattened by the devastation that was bought on Tareknev by the Amarishi and the Lawmasters that crushed um, the Nureti, um many years ago, you can see that these houses were, were quite big in the heyday. You can also see ahead of you, uh, remember this is an area that you decided not to investigate and you were warned not to. Um, you can see another walled in area which um, perhaps housed gardens and um, maybe botanical gardens um, across to your right. However, you follow a familiar path around to your left and then keep the wall, the bluish wall across to your right until you come across um, an open area which is familiar to you because you can see, and if I just share that with you, okay, so you're about here. You can see an entrance to your left into this estate. You can also see the botanical gardens across to your right, or what remains of them. Across to your left, you can see a broad paved area, which leads into part of the large estates that you saw near the Gatehouse, you can recall that vaguely across ahead of you is another small gatehouse that is an entrance into the naval dockyard. You can, you know, you can recall seeing a number of vessels as you flew over, and quite some way across to your right, you know that there's the large temple. Okay. It's been a while since you've been in to navigate the rest and to continue your route. Can I have, please, another navigation role or perception? Navigation is going to be medium, perception is going to be very hard. You've ignored the mutterings and whisperings of the various demonic entities. Sadly, these are things that you're now getting used to. But as you near the gates to the dockyard, you can hear two things you can hear again the sound of shepherd's pipes off in the distance but coming closer to you they're coming from the south something is blowing uh, a tune it's a fairly innocuous to a tune almost annoyingly simplistic um, in fact you can't help but sort of nod your head in rhythm with it And the noise is coming from behind you, from the south. So just uh, from the south. Across to your left, you can faintly hear singing, Uh, human voices, singing what sounds like, for all the world, like some sort of sea shanty. Sailors, perhaps. What do you want to do? The sea shanty across to your left, coming from the dockyards. Um, Can you all give me perception rolls, please?
2: The Are they shanty? singing in
1: ready <laughs> <laughs> The sea shanty itself, and you assume it's a sea shanty because of the rhythm and the noise and the cadence. Um, you don't recognize the words, but every now and again, you know, there's that Hurrah! noise that you would imagine was, you know, a sea shanty to make. Certainly, Cran. You've tried to ingratiate yourself with Sarissa and convince her that yes, the sea shanty is a very misunderstood and very um, much maligned musical mode. And yes, you'd love a good sea shanty. Yes, you'd love to join the male voice choir of Selkai. (laughs) So yes, uh, amidst the sound of the sea shanty across to your left, you can hear what sound like barrels being rolled up um, wooden staging, as if a boat is being loaded or a ship is being loaded. And obviously, the shanty is a means of keeping the sailors occupied and enjoying what is fairly heavy manual labor. Behind you, the pan pipes are getting louder and the music is just beginning to get to their earth. Quite nice, actually. Can you all give me channeling resistance rolls, please? Sorry, Mentalism Resistance Rolls. My apologies. Mentalism Ow. Resistance Rolls, please. <laughs> Snarkle. That music is really very, very good. Really entertaining. Yeah, it brings a smile to your lips. Whoever is, whoever is playing that pipe really should be congratulated. And you, you, you'd really like to listen to some more of this music. It's really uplifting. It's better than any dwarven military marching music that you've heard before. This stuff really gets the blood pumping. For the rest of yeah. you yeah. the music is yeah, just
5: Snarkle starts to whistle and starts to shuffle a bit like he's like he's uh grooving to the tune. Involved Decor. Right,
3: Decor high five Snarkle.
1: OK, um, Well, or Funnily, funny that you said that. Yeah, it's that music is certainly it's more than just pleasant to listen to. You could quite happily, in fact, sit down and yeah, it would be a good idea. Maybe. I mean, Cran is tired and, and, and Victoria has seen better, better days. Perhaps, perhaps you could convince them to just, well, why don't we rest here? And get whoever is playing that music to come and entertain us. This would be a as pleasant a way as anything else that you can imagine to pass some time in a demon-infested city. Um, uh, Acorn Snarkle, you'd quite like to find out more about who's playing that music and stop and listen. For Victoria Ugnan and Cran, uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 pipe music, you know. What do you want to do, Victoria Ugnan and Cran? Acorn Snarkle, stop. And then turn, and you can see they're entranced by the music. And they begin to walk towards it. What do you Cr- Crown will you?
2: just point and snigger at the dancing. It's like middle-aged man shuffling going on there. That's hilarious. And, uh, and then he'll go, hang on a minute, it's a bit serious. They're getting like, pulled in. Good yeah, boys, it's terrible. Come back. It's funny awful on. music.
0: Let's get our, get our companions. And I've had a horrible thought as it's well, not... by the way. As we've been trudging up here, I've been thinking... How did we feel when we left that gate? You know, we thought we'd been in here three days and a week had passed. We felt bloody knackered. Now, what do you think happens if that boat sat there since this island fell? I don't know, would it be, say, a thousand years ago? Two thousand years ago? What do you think happens if we get past the sea gate into outside the sea?
3: Who cares? Let's go party, man!
0: No. It'll <laughs> age okay. like I we call did. I yeah, right do.
1: Can you give me another um mentalism resistance role, please? Victorian Ugnan and Cran are all for pushing on, but this music is certainly something you definitely want to listen to.
3: Party time.
1: Okay. Acor definitely party time to the rhythmic beat of panpipes. Um <laughs> there's probably a tambourine going there somewhere. Uh Acor immediately turns and walks off towards the music. For you, Acor. This is the most entrancing, beautiful music that you have ever heard. Um, There is definitely something else behind the music. Um, The rest of your party, fools that they are, can't hear this, but there is the most beautiful voice singing just above the music. The rest of them can't hear the music properly, um, (laughs) so they cannot hear that beautiful voice which only you can hear. In fact, Akor, can you give me, um, another mentalism resistance role, please?
3: Come on. I don't want him to fail, but I want him to fail to see what happens next.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Colin's back yeah. next week. What, what happens to my character? Well,
3: why am I playing silk? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that voice is calling to the party, but obviously only you are lucky enough to hear it. Snarkle, that music is really, really good, really entrancing. But there's something scratching away at the back of your head. There's something not quite <clears throat> right about it. But unfortunately, Akor is now walking very quickly towards the music as Victoria, Ugnan and Cran watch in horror. As Acor begins to pick up speed, we've right, we got to get him. Initiative rolls, please, everybody. But Acor's bloody quick, I don't want to get hold of him. Cran really isn't. <laughs> Snarkle, um, you can see that Acor lengthens his stride, and you can tell because you've been with Acor before, he's about to break into a run. He's about 15 feet from you. What do you want to do? So, so
5: Snarkle rushes after Acor and tries to grab him round the legs, like rugby tackle him.
1: Yep. Okay, I'm not going to ask you oh, to. Oh shit! Oh, there you Sorry. go then. Uh... <laughs> 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 and Victoria just follows up and clubs Acorn. <laughs> <laughs>
4: exactly.
1: <laughs> so um, Victoria. side sidesteps.
3: You guys collide.
1: Because, because all of you, all of <laughs> <the people laughs> yeah, it moving. wasn't my turn yet. Sorry. Snarkle, um, <laughs> well, after Snarkle, Snarkle rugby tackles Acor around the legs. Victoria responds as Cran yells 99 and immediately <laughs> the nearest person who happens to be Acor. Acor collapses to the ground, wondering what the fuck was that about? There are only pan pipes, and you immediately rugby tackled me and you hit me. Okay, so. Acor, you are grappled and brought to the ground by a combination of Snarkle and Victoria. You can hear this beautiful, entrancing music as Snarkle and Victoria grapple you to the ground. Do you want to do anything? Do you want to? I mean, how how violent a struggle do you want to put up?
3: Yeah, now is not massage time. That is for later. Let me go.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let you into Russia now, Matt. Never. That's right. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So can you give me, let me see. Can you give me a strength roll, please? Snarkle and Victoria, can you give me strength rolls as well, please? Uh, so I'm just going to simplify this as Acor tries to throw you off. Victoria. Um, uh Victoria. Stupid Victoria. Snarkle, you. <laughs> <laughs> It's you, Matt. Matt, why is it always your characters I- that are pulling people and doing things that involve the other the other players going, "Oh, quick, grab Matt!" I mean, snarkle. I mean, <laughs> now, now, you
3: said <laughs> raw <role> mentalism resists <laughs> rules. I simply failed a few times. Now I'm I I'm bet, into the I character.
1: In your local role playing club, you walk through the door and people go, "Oh, great, Matt's here. Have we got any rope?" <laughs> Yeah, a play yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so They have April, a um... close
3: <laughs> sign that they quickly flip over. <laughs> so, so
1: <laughs> April, April, um, you're able to just wriggle away from Snarkle, who um, stumbles slightly, but Victoria is obviously a little bit leaner, um, not so much stronger, but just has got a better grip, and you're a- unable to throw her off um, as you fight to try and go to the music. Ugnan, what do you want to do? It's clear that Victoria and Snarkle have got Acor pinned, but that Acor is clearly have been affected by this music. What do you want to do?
0: Right, lift him up. Acor, you may not trust us, but you you trust that that little guy, Snarkle, don't you? Well, look, it's something up with that music. Something up with the music. It's got hold of you. You trust him. Let's go. Let's move, move, move. And uh, he'll start uh, trying to help with dragging Acor northwards.
1: All right, so you can oh. lift Acor up. Victorian Snark will keep a good grip. Um, Acor, I'm going to ask you to make another Mentalism Resistance roll, please. Only um, I'm going to give you a light penalty to it, please. So you can have plus 10 to your Resistance roll. Help, help, I'm being could repressed. Because you, <laughs> you do indeed. You indeed that was indeed hard. No Acor. Or light, uh, sorry. Light, because okay. you do indeed trust Acor. Ugnan is trying to convince you. Um, and this is the best way now of giving you some sort of modifier to your resistance roll as you try and battle the effects of oh, the spell. Oh, thanks, pal. Yes, that will do it. You overcome the effects of the spell or the effect of the music and are now able to resume your way. But the, the pipe music still lingers behind you. So as you move away, you can still hear the music. You're moving away from the pan pipes as well. sorry from the sea shanties as well but the music is coming after you and you can still hear it lingering behind and as you turn and look over your shoulders can all five of you make perception rolls please
3: silk is
2: playing the tune
1: (laughs) (laughs) well the music always has
2: done always will
1: right the music has changed And you can hear now that you can all hear above the pipe music. You can hear it's not words that are being sung. Somebody, uh, uh, a young girl, a young woman is humming above the tune quite beautifully. And you can see motes of music, literally motes of music, pink and yellow. Just drift through the air and fall to the floor and vanish. And as you stop and the music gets louder, you can see more of these motes of music. they are a few inches in size, um, quavers, demiquavers and, and so on. Drift through the air and fall gently to the floor and vanish. What do you want to do?
3: So beautiful.
1: What range are they yes, at? Um, so your vision is limited to about 40 feet or so so the musical notes are about 30 feet before they fall to the ground but obviously as the music comes closer those musical notes are coming closer and closer so they're falling to the ground 30 feet from you 29 I what's that, what is that, that weird bloody
2: symbols in the air is that like weird magic runes
0: Let's What's hold, going on? Oh no! Let's hold hands and run again. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> what, you mean towards it? <laughs> no, north. Let's get back. If it's still there, then we'll attack it.
2: All right. Let's go, boys. You all run. No, Victoria,
0: sorry. Well, let's okay. do a, a jog. Hmm. I'll have a chance. You keep it up, lad.
1: Oh, listen to this. How let's you, hold hands and run. Oh, wait a minute. Let's not hold hands. Let's just jog. That's a manly, <laughs> heroic thing to do. Okay, so you run away from the music. Matt, you should be proud of me. I've got people running from music, let alone bloody Hydra. Um, (laughs) Beautiful. So you jog away from the music, and very quickly it's um, out of earshot, whether that's because of the sound of your feet or just the fact that you've outpaced it, and you head towards the palace. You remember that there was that deep black inky, inky darkness With a guardian spirit. Well of course you defeated it. And it's not returned. But across to your right. You can see. That there is still a a deep patch of darkness. And you know there's a particularly powerful demon. In the centre of it. But you don't need to go anywhere near it. You can head in through the gates. To the palace area. And soon you are at Vramaver's palace where you can be reunited with Cherry and with Numel and possibly with Silk.
0: And that's where we'll leave this rather long double-length episode. For no other reason than I want the series to end on episode 42 and not 44, if you get the reference for what 42 is and you're a hitchhiker. The next episode will be the last one. It will be a long one as well, and I'll catch you then. Thanks very much for watching, listening, subscribing, following and sticking with us so far. Happy gaming. Cheers.